0: You tuned to the Risky Business Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hutting.
1: And I'm your co-host, Michelle Raymond.
0: You can celebrate another day of living. It's a good news business talk show talking about the exponential world, hosting fabulous guests from all sorts of industries and business, talking about trends, shifts, changes, and how you can not only survive, but thrive in this exponential world and just celebrate another day of living and of love.
1: Tune in for some inspiration, some exponential leadership, and some interesting thought provoking conversations.
0: That was the Power of Love from the Band of Gypsies concert. Jimi Hendrix with Buddy Miles on drums and Billy Cox on bass. And you tuned to Risky Business, the good news business talk show. and We are the heart of business, the soul of rock and roll. And with me in the studio, Michelle Raymond. I'm your host, Brian Hutting. And our guest this evening, Michael Lichtman, will be going out with a great piece of, in fact, in my mind, one of the most wow and most uh, special of Jimi Hendrix numbers which I'll talk about later but back to Mike. Mike so wow I mean it's just such a such a beautiful tapestry that you've woven you know of a story of life and how just by never giving up on and taking a chance and whether it's just sticking your thumb out there and hitching a ride or picking up a, a fallen business card and giving them a call I mean th- that speaks volumes to the world and to the listeners out there so many people are too scared and too hesitant and and too fearful to step out of line or step out of the the stereotype that's been sort of cast for them by their nurture nature and parents and schools and all the rest of it and as a result of it they they sadly get to live less colorful and expansive lives and yet if you just take a bit of risk and realize that you know when you bake a cake you break some eggs you know and that's life but You've gone on to do that and to enjoy so many different facets that are in some ways, you know, separate and standalone and yet all connected uh, ultimately in and through your being and who you are and and your passion for
2: just living a, a life well lived. Very succinctly put, I think I'm going to need a prompt, the last segment done.
0: <laughs> in your time in Namibia, what are some of the things that you got busy with and got involved with?
2: The most amazing thing was really music because I wasn't expecting an amazing music scene in Namibia. And when we were locked down, very first lockdown, I think it was March, 2020, my thoughts went to the few musicians operating in Namibia and also the lodges because all of a sudden the lodges were empty and and I thought, what I've got to do is give a hand. And so I pulled some of the more iconic musicians in Namibia together and took them to a lodge the lodge is called Rostock Ritz. It's in the Namib Desert. It's a beautiful place. And got Vaughan Irons and a few of the local musicians together. So we're going to put a band together. And for a week or two, we stayed at the lodge and we, we created a band. And we were going to give our concert at the lodge. And then local lockdown happened. We are taking a weekend off. They went to Vintok. I went back to Swakop. And Vintok and Swakop were locked off each other. So in the end, they did the concert. But I couldn't participate. But it all started there. And it's become all the big lodges and the, the Gondwanas and the big companies have taken over the concept of putting music into their lodges. And so while I was there, what I did was I didn't want to take anybody's jobs from them. So I didn't go and do solo gigs or take any place. But I guested with a number of local artists and then I built a relationship with this guy called Ricky Curry, who's an American guy from Detroit, who's living and working in, in, in Namibia. And he'd been doing the Swiss circuit back in the day when I was doing this, working in the Swiss circuit, but we hadn't met. He was in the German part, Gestalt and all of that. But we had common friends, like Tina Turner's keyboard player was a great great friend of both of ours, Kenny Moore, died on tour in Australia. But anyways, I ended up doing duo with, with Ricky. The last gig I did over there was support to Prime Circle in Wintook, which is a lovely gig. Oh, well,
0: yeah.
2: So we did, we opened the show with a duo. There's a doctor in, in Slokopmund who took the risk over lockdown. He'd opened up a venue called Sound Garden, and they have live music Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. And they started, they had Albert Frost in and now the oh, other, wow. the other, the other venue now it's Desert Tavern, which is next door. So Desert Tavern said, well, we can't let them do this. So they're bringing in on their costumes. And so, you know, the, it's just become this little seed that's just popped of music in Slokopmund. He's the most amazing recording studio. a German Swakopmund, a Namibian German called Gernot Fritzer, opened up a studio called Nautilus. I've worked in some of the top studios in the world, and this studio is world-class. And unlike the top studios in Europe at the moment, his studio is working overtime, because a guy called Rian Smith, who was with his band, was called a Great Band in South Africa. Crimson House. Oh, right. And Rian's from Namibia. He's taken on coaching all these young singers and they're doing amazing stuff. They really are. What Um, a wonderful story. That is
1: amazing. In the middle of COVID. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Sorry, Michael. So, COVID was used as an opportunity to create a springboard for creativity. Do you understand? That's fantastic.
0: Mm. Swakop's just such a beautiful place. I mean, I have such a, a deep love for Swakop and that, that whole coastline, and wow, it's uh, very special, life-changing.
2: Very special. And then there's this guy, this bushman. He's a tall bushman. You wouldn't think he's bushman, but he's really tall. His name's Zacharias Sam, and he's producing the most amazing music, which I think is definitely worth paying attention to. So my current plan, Lord, give me the courage, I've done it before, I'm bringing new musicians over from SA. I want to bring Saki over, Mikun Saki, Zacharias Sam, um, over to Switzerland and do some recording and try and expose him to big festivals next year. This year's too late. But introduce him to some of the people who organize the big festivals and see if we can get him onto the world map. So that's what I'm toying with at the moment. That's wonderful. Lord, give me, Lord, give me courage.
0: I've oh, actually got a whole bunch of. And, and remember <laughs> that, that fear is the birthplace of courage. So celebrate the fear and just then... Ignite the courage. It'll, it'll all work out just fine. You're coming out to Namibia again later this year, aren't you?
2: I will be. Probably in about September or October. You know, it depends on what the world situation permits at the time because we're living interesting times. We're living times of change. And with big change comes big opportunity. Absolutely. If you look at the people who speculate economically, the hedge fund, volatility is what we need. And change is the only constant in the universe. We look at... Security. I'm living in Switzerland, supposedly the most secure country in the world. I'm seeing Switzerland becoming very volatile at the moment. Is that so? We come, we come from Southern Africa. We used we, to volatile. We volatility. used to that. It yeah. doesn't favor. <laughs> yeah. We're already in. We're already in. They only knocking on the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and tell me something. It's, uh, you know, you talk about the French and the German. Is there quite a, a sort of, in a way, separation between the French-speaking Swiss and the German-speaking Swiss? Or does it just come together quite seamlessly?
2: You know, when, when you come to languages, you, you, you're talking about even mentalities. I have a lovely anecdote, actually, but it's not at all racist. It's fun, but it's true. At my school, when I had quite a few teachers working for me, I had a German department, a French department, and an English department. Each one had a head teacher. They'd have their monthly meeting, and then the head teacher would report back to me. The English would come and they'd say, well, we've had our meeting. I'm very proactive. We decided we're going to do this and do this. We're going to want this. The Germans would come in and say, we had our meeting, and we don't like this, and we don't like that, and we don't like that. The <laughs> French would come along and they'd say, well, we had our meeting, but what were we supposed to really do? Um, so there's a big difference in mentality and language creates mm-hmm. that difference. The humor is very different. Um, we won't go into that because we have to start using bad language. but um, Because English humor involves certain, you know, certain words and German different, and yeah, French, you know, French is all about the blue sky and garden. The Germans is all about scat and English is all about sex, basically, in, the, in terms of the humor or the curse words. Um, in Switzerland, there is a divide. They call it the Right Now, Rosti is a type of food. Now, if you've got a big pile of Rosti on your plate, the Rostigraben means the German Swiss will take all the Rosti and they'll pull, they pull the whole duvet over to their side. You know? so the, And the French have a, have a bit of a chip on their shoulder about this, the fact that the Germans are majority... They definitely have the financial strength of the country and the French have their pragmatism that they want, you know, the French culture to be dominant, the Italians as well, and the Rumange. So they, they've managed to sort that divide out with the federalism, really, you know, yeah. so the political system has it. They don't kid each other. They just despise each other from time to time.
0: <laughs> I must tell you a very funny story. We went, we were skiing in a wonderful place called Betmorelle. don't know if and you know
2: Betmorelle. It's next door to where I live. Oh, really? My word. Ritter Alp, Batman Alp is uh, well. Right fabulous. A half an hour drive from here.
0: What an experience. And, So we there's a bunch of us, they are 10 adults and four children. We're the biggest table in the restaurant on the first night there. We order our first round of drinks and order our food and order a second round of drinks. Then we realize that two of the kids need another Coca-Cola. So we call the waitress over and say, excuse me, could you add another two Cokes to that, please? And she said, would you mind ordering all at once? I've got other customers
2: to serve too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we were in fits of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- th- that is very special because that's in the Ober Valley. In the Ober Valley, they call it the the, the 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 even the Swiss Germans call it Swiss Primitive. It's the oldest dialect of German that's actually spoken on the planet. Oh, really? And that dialect of German, even the people who speak Berner or Turituch in Zurich and Bern can't really understand them. It's a real dialect. And they live in a sort of clothes. You've seen what it's like. You know, they've got Alps both sides and it's a narrow valley to be very insular. Fully understand that situation. (laughs) The nice thing was that you managed to laugh about exactly
0: (laughs) Michael. We've actually come to the end of the show. It's been such a phenomenal delight having you on air and connecting with you and hearing your lovely story. And it's been just so refreshing. And uh, congratulations on all your accomplishments in great and small sizes. and Any parting shot to to the listeners that you would advise on people wanting to live a a life well lived?
2: Yes. Keep on drifting. Recognize opportunities. Pick them up. Keep on dreaming. And when it starts raining, get down to doing something.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. We wish you continued success. I hope to see you when you're out here in September, October. And we'll definitely continue talking and just Wish you everything you wish yourself. And thank you so much again for coming on the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor and a privilege. Absolute pleasure. From the, from the very first time I heard Risky Business on the radio in South Africa when I was touring. And I heard it was a Brian hackening. I never realized it was you. And now it's full circle. You know, just like that business card I picked up in that
0: Absolutely. Wonderful. For, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Mish, parting shot?
1: Thank you, Michael. It's been an absolute honor to have you and to talk to you. And just listening to both of you, actually, you know, you've both had unbelievable, extraordinary careers, and I sit <laughs> sort of building mine after having kids. But just from my perspective, you know, the life you're living could be the dream of someone's life, regardless of how you think you've struggled and all that. And just to keep going with love and keep going with conviction, you've no idea the story that it tells to people who are younger and who are, you know— Looking to you, not that looking to you is, you know, like a rock star and I'm a groupie. That's not (laughs) it at all. But it's your actions speak louder than words. And I think people need to appreciate that and realize that as they go through life. Someone's always watching you. Someone's always taking inspiration from you. So how are you living accordingly?
0: Thank you. Wonderful. So is Michael Lichman friend and, and wonderful person who's just lived a really wonderful life and continues to. And remember, Mike, your best is definitely yet to come. And um, may it just be bountiful and colorful and full of creativity. And just reminding you all that if you're not with the ones you love, love the ones you're with. Take time to show and tell the ones you love just how much you do. Take some time out to love yourself. And going to go out with a really beautiful song by Jimi Hendrix. ...off the Rainbow Bridge soundtrack. And funny enough, it never came out on CD. It only ever came out on vinyl. And the song did appear on a CD called A Land of the New Rising Sun. But it really is just a a remarkable piece of work. And it's a beautiful track. And just go into this week, this next week, uh, just with excitement and expectation. And remain passionately curious. And be grateful each and every day. Start each day with an attitude of gratitude. Have a little virtual garden. That you plant a seed in each day and that seed is a blessing that you count. And just watch how it will blossom and grow and produce many more. Have a great week. Take care of each other and be found guilty of many random acts of kindness. (laughs) we mm-hmm. You're tuned to the Risky Business Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hutting.
1: And I'm your co-host, Michelle Raymond.
0: You can celebrate another day of living. It's a good news business talk show talking about the exponential world, hosting fabulous guests from all sorts of industries and business, talking about trends, shifts, changes, and how you can not only survive but thrive in this exponential world and just celebrate another day of living and of
1: love. Tune in for some inspiration, some exponential leadership, and some interesting thought-provoking conversations.